0: 10,
1: 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
2: Yes, so. I- Live from Lagos, Nigeria, this is the drive home with Viseya Adawai. Good
1: afternoon and welcome to the show. Thank God it's Friday. Today we are discussing Raising Media-Wise Kids. Raising Media-Wise Kids. Who are the major stakeholders? What have we not been doing right? What are the foundational issues?
2: Live from Lagos, Nigeria. This is The Drive Home with Desea Adewale on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TTRadio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Imagine a
3: world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development
4: pounds in bursary terms and conditions apply. Find out more at stevewoods.co.uk
5: If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common, a passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are Witherslack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.witherslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future.
2: This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn.
0: Ten schools in Aberdeenshire have been awarded an Eco-Schools Green Flag by environmental charity Keep Scotland Beautiful. The International Award recognises nurseries and schools which have demonstrated a commitment to the Eco-Schools Scotland programme and over two years have engaged their whole school community in local climate action. All the schools engaged in a range of litter-busting and climate action activities, including litter picks, litter surveys, recycling and community cleanups. Through the Eco Schools Scotland programme, Keep Scotland Beautiful aims to make action to tackle climate change and environmental awareness an intrinsic part of the life and ethos of schools for both pupils and staff Scotland's Education Secretary Shirley-Ann Somerville has refused to say when the gap between rich and poor school pupils will be eliminated prompting claims that the original target of 2026 has been dropped Miss Somerville Said that narrowing the gap had always been a long term project, which had been made more difficult by the COVID pandemic and the rising cost of living. She said, I am not going to set an arbitrary date when the attainment gap will be closed, particularly so close to the experiences we are still having with the pandemic. It is absolutely the defining mission of this government to close the poverty-related attainment gap. It has always been a long-term project. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn.
2: This is Two Minute Tech
4: with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week we're going to talk about a couple of shortcuts and hacks that can make life a little easier. This may not be as innovative as some of my past life hacks for teachers, like drinking noodles, but here are a couple of things that may make a difference to your use of media in the classroom. First up, if you aren't already riding it, get on the Wakelet Wave. Wakelet is a free way to save, organise and share content create collections of web pages, videos, and basically anything with a web address under one topic. Once done, you have a shareable link to your collection. Use it to organise your lesson, flip a lesson, or create revision collections, just to throw a few ideas out there. This next hack is one of my favourites. I love using YouTube to support learning, not only can it help keep pace in the lesson, but also, it's a great reference afterwards for pupils to refer to. My biggest gripe with it, though, is that pesky advert you can't skip that always decides to play when you're in full flow. Here's a secret works nearly all of the time. When preparing your lesson, you will have watched the clip anyway to ensure it's appropriate. So just before you copy the link into your presentation or wakelet, type this on the end and T equals 1. That's the ampersand or the wiggly and lowercase t equals and the number 1. Now copy the URL with and t equals 1 on the end and your clip will start one second in. Not missing any content but skipping the adverts at the start. No need to thank me. Show your gratitude with a follow on Twitter. Check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Follow us and tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers
2: Talk Radio.
1: Yes, so I, like I said earlier, we are discussing raising media wise kids. This was inspired by the recent social media issues surrounding our children, our kids. Social media is beginning to get the best of our kids and I'm afraid it is because of our negligence as adults, as parents, as teachers, as leaders. So, where do we go from here? What do we do? Where did we go wrong? What do we do now? What have we not been doing what do we need to start doing okay enough of the questions now let's look at let's do a reality check social media has uh, been a great blessing to this generation that's connected the world but then we have allowed it to get the best of of our time of our relationships to the point that we no longer value the real world. Everybody wants to live on social media. You know, I was scrolling through my Instagram feed uh, last week, and I saw uh, an educator who made a post, and the caption read, "Those of you that have." social media accounts across all platforms do you live your normal lives because i have just tried to open an account on tiktok i'm i'm trying to run uh, my tiktok page my instagram page and my facebook page and i have realized that i've not even had time for the real world could it be that we are misplacing our priorities, and could it be that we are abusing the social media? Where is the place of digital well-being? You know, the same way in the real world, when you, when you go for an outing or when you um, go out to socialize, when you when you visit a friend, you don't you don't get to spend the old day there or you don't get to spend the your life there there's a there's a time when you leave your house there's a time where you go back to your house you know back to your space i'm afraid that these days nobody wants to be back to the real world everybody wants to live their entire life on social media because it's easy to be fake there It's easy to um, make friends that ordinarily would not even want to talk to you in the real world. So, now that uh, our kids are beginning to misuse it, even worse than we misused it, everybody is now shouting for help. Parents are now beginning to shout for help. Where do we go from here? Now the truth is we need social media and social media is not going away. In fact, as we speak, there are new platforms that are under that still at the research and development stage, waiting to be um waiting to go live to the general public. So social media is here to stay. You cannot avoid social media if you want to live in this digital age if you want to thrive you cannot avoid social media in fact social media is becoming one of the requirements for i mean social media presence is becoming one of the requirements um for jobs now so you cannot you cannot take social media away from your child you cannot take social media away from um, these learners if you take it away from them they will find it they will turn it upside down and you would have no idea you'll be clueless about what is going on so how can you get involved how can you make sure that you are part of their discovery of social media because the, the thing is that these learners these children their adventures they love to explore especially when they find something really attractive and entertaining you know and um, something full of discoveries they will keep on trying out anything that pops up on their screen because they want to know they want to know they want to know so how can you help them how can you curb their excesses it is not by taking social media away from them in fact you even need to expose them to social media and make sure that their first encounter their first understanding of social media comes from you an adult that has seen it all and done it all that has made mistakes that has abused social media and has learned from it make sure that it is from you and not from just anybody not from um a stranger not from a stranger make sure it is from you the teacher make sure it is from you the parents make sure it is from you the guardian so it is if you have been trying to take social media away from from them stop it it's about time you start allowing them engage with social media teach them about the social media when I was, I, I found out about Facebook on my own. There was no adult to guide me. There was no, I was not restricted from using it. And and I was also not guided to use it. I found out different things on, on Facebook. And trust me, I made a lot of mistakes. I made friends on Facebook that are still my friends now. And I made friends on Facebook that I don't think I want to ever see again because of the kind of things that i was exposed to through meeting them on facebook so if there was an adult or if my parents were more actively involved in my discovery of facebook or social media maybe i would have made better choices now and i'll still even be enjoying now so it's about time that began to be actively involved in their children's discovery of the social media. Now, moving on to how the steps to take to be better involved. For me, I would start with being an example. Be the first example of what it is like to engage on social media or to Uh, use social media or to have a social media presence be the example that you want your child to experience be the first example because your child spends more time with you at home and then with the teacher in the school so if you're a teacher and you're a parent I'm talking to you be the example be the first example be the first encounter that, that child would have. I listened to a preacher um, some time back, and he said something that stuck with me for many years now. He said, The first experience that a man will ever have of um, relating with a woman is from his mom, his sister. His aunt and then maybe is female neighbor so it starts from that includes space that immediate environment starts from the home the family same thing goes for a woman the first experience that a woman will have about relating with men or understanding men is how is from how she relates with her father her brother her male cousins, you know, a nephew starts from the home because these are the people that she'll spend most of her time with. So, applying that with social media, the first experience, the first encounter that a child will have with social media should be from you. They are watching you, especially when you think they are not, they are watching you. are watching you closely i remember my the first time i ever tried out twitter was from the way my my older sister used to engage on twitter she would i would just be passing by in the house and i would see that okay she's on twitter she's tweeting she's um um, commenting, you know, she's chatting with someone or something, and she's really engrossed in it. So I'll just peep from from behind her, and just uh, just registering some information in my head. So, be the first example. How do you want them to? How do you want them to be on social media? Model it to them. Some parents spend most of their time on social media once they are not at work in fact some parents would as they are cooking in the kitchen they are they are pressing their phone they are on instagram they are scrolling through instagram some even sleep off with their phone on on instagram or facebook or twitter or tiktok and your child is watching and you will not know the one that even irritates me the most is parents who post uh in indecent things on social media and they even engage or allow their children to be a part of it uh a school leader posted uh, some series of videos on instagram showing how some parents have exposed their children uh, in a way that should not be so there was a video of, of a parent of a mother you know, shaking her backside in front of her, her camera for a social media post. And her daughter was right there behind her doing exactly the same. So how would that kind of mother coach or correct this little girl when she wants to um, begin to have a social media presence, when she wants to explore social media? How How do you want to... How do you want to coach your, your child, that way? when the example that you are setting for is already explicit? Now, uh, uh, aside being the example, being the first example, another thing we can do, you can do is set up a conversation. Set up uh, a consistent conversation about social media. Let your child be able to ask you questions about social media. Don't say, okay, I'm not a social media person. Mm-mm. If you are not a social media person, your child will become a social media person and your child needs you to get it right. So if not for anything, for the sake of your child, be a social media person. Explore all the areas so that when your child tits towards this area, you know how to, how to catch him or her. So, set up, uh, uh, set up social media conversations. Set up conversations around social media: what to post, what not to post, what to share, what not to share, how to, how to comment, what to like, what not to like, positive things that social media can do for the child, and what the child can do with social media. Set up conversations, you know. When you have some people, some parents don't even have time to, um, uh, have discussions with their child. Talk less of now setting up social media conversations. And I understand, I understand because the 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 job of being a parent is demanding, is demanding. But then you chose this path; so it was not forced on you. And if it was forced on you, you're already here. You're already here, and you don't want you don't want to be tagged a failed parent. So the best you can do for yourself and for your child is to begin to have those conversations. Because if you don't have those conversations with them, they will have it with strangers. They will have it with their friends who are also clueless, who are also um, should I call them innocent now? Who do not also know the right thing to do so it will be too blind um, people talking about social media you know, blindly so that is why you need to have a, a social media presence explore social media read about uh, digital citizenship and have that conversation with your learner with your child consistently because whether you like it or not, it will fall back. The, if if they if they mess up on social media, the shame will be on you. The shame will be on you. Now another thing that parents don't take seriously is actually requesting or paying for the service of a parents coach. For crying out loud, why do parents find it difficult to? get the services of a coach. Why? Even teachers have coaches. There are teachers who are called teacher um coaches. They help teachers to be better at what they do. So you need a coach that can help you that you can reason with that can suggest different ways of carrying out some of your parenting duties with you you see a coach would be in a good position to walk you through some trends some trends in parenting and uh, would also be able to walk you through your trials and errors in parenting because you are not an island of knowledge in parenting you uh, you definitely need somebody that is an expert in taking care of children and expert in understanding children studying children that needs to work with you and sometimes this coach might even be an educator so try So try having um, a parent coach. And if you find it difficult to afford such service, then follow them on social media. There are so many on social media now. Here you can compare um, different views, different opinions, different perspectives, and then localize it and streamline it to what works for you What works for your own child and what works in your own house in your own home there are so many on social media I can't begin to mention their names now but there are so many on Instagram on Facebook you will find them there especially in in Nigeria I know of so many of them um, that I follow and I have been following following them even before I became a parent so I've gotten some form of heads up about parenting at the the different stages of um, raising a child. So you definitely need that when you follow people like this. You get to hear of stories that you 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 didn't even believe could ever happen in any home, you because they share experiences from different homes, and um they would prefer expert solutions. They would suggest um they'll give expert advice that you can also learn from ahead of time. So that you are t- you are taking a proactive step when you when you hire a coach or when you pay for the services of a parents coach, you are taking a proactive step towards parenting and not um um something to cure what has already happened not medicine after death so i i strongly suggest i strongly believe that we should begin to use the services of a parent coach now if like i said earlier if it is too expensive or you don't trust you don't you find it difficult to trust this service then there are so many free courses online about parenting all right this time around you're not getting um, expert advice from this from anybody per se instead you are learning you are learning you are putting yourself through uh, a learning experience about this position this delicate and fragile position that you're occupying as a parent so the same way teachers take um teacher development courses you know that helps them learn on the job and update their knowledge you all you should also take uh, parents courses courses that have to do with parenting with raising children just to help you be up to date because you see this generation that you have given birth to this generation <laughs> You have no idea. You you are not in the position or capacity to predict their moves. So in order for you to be a part of, in order for you to, to not be caught unawares, you have to be a part of their move. You have to be a part of their growth. Every single part. It's nothing like, oh, I don't do this, I'm not a social media person, I'm not an Instagram person, I'm not a Facebook person. Your child would explore all of these things on their own without you and you won't be able to be a part of it because you are not that person. So educators should begin to advise parents to take these courses. Let them begin to take parenting courses. Just Google Tell them to just Google on Google any of the courses. Search online. Take a Google search for courses on parenting. No, you would see more than a million search results that you can take. Man, some will be paid, some will be free. Just take them, take them, and be up to date. Take them and even be certified. Another step that I think that educators and parents should take is to work together partner together to have that social media conversation with learners with children work together when a child knows that what my what my teacher is saying aligns with what my mom or dad says at home it actually goes a long way. It helps learning to be more permanent. It, it gives some form of reassurance and reinforcement of learning. So partner together to come up with um, programs, clubs, sessions that would involve both parents and educators t- having this social media conversation. With learners, with children, we have to be intentional because the world out there, the strangers out there, they are also intentional about making your child derail, you know, distracting your child. They are very intentional about it. So, you too should be intentional about it. Now, I heard of a story on one of our teachers' community I belong to of how uh, a a girl of sixteen years was lured you know, through media, was and, and I'm even talking about social media now. Just just because she had a phone, that was the only thing that this fifty year old man needed to be able to get to her. And thank God that, uh, she is a child that has that usually have conversations with her mom. If not, she would have fallen for the advances of this fifty-year-old, just because of the, the kind of words he used with her, and the kind of, you know, material things that he was beginning to offer her. So, if they are intentional about destroying the life of your children, you should be intentional to about safeguarding them. So, whatever it takes, let um, educators begin to partner with parents, parents begin to partner with educators to have this social media conversation with learners and not just academic conversations only because whether we like it or not, social media affects the academics of a child. So why not let's begin to have this conversation. Now one of the issues that parents would have with um, having this kind of conversation with educators is that most of them don't even see educators as their partners you know partners in parenting because that's what educators are where we are even called um, parents now one of the major reasons why this would be difficult for most parents is that they don't see educators as their partners in parenting they've they easily forget or they've not taken cognizance of the fact that educators are parents they're parents so whether they have their own biological children or not while we're in school we are the parents of your children when while you're away so why Why not see it as two parents having a discussion with their children why not see it as two parents having a discussion with their children so stop seeing parents need to stop seeing educators as um, one of their vendors one of the vendors that they've hired to carry out a service a service for them because that's one of the reasons why partnerships and collaboration is difficult. And at the end of the day, it is the learners and it's, the, it's your children that suffer it the most, not even the educator. So educators need to let parents know that they are partners in parenting. So the relationship is more parent to parent, not not um vendor to customer so if we begin to see it that way maybe conversations like this about social media with children would be better so not that as an educator you're you are teaching a child about um, social media safety you know online safety in the in the class and then the child gets home only to hear a different narrative from the parent. It's confusing for the child and it's difficult for the ch- for that child to learn. That's why we must we must speak with one voice. It's just like mommy mommy saying one thing and daddy saying the other thing. Who do you want the child to follow? But well, when both parents come together, yes, even though they have different perspectives, they come together to talk to discuss on how they're going to have a conversation with their child so they are speaking with one voice it's easier for that child to learn it uh, and and the learning will be more permanent and and reinforced because both parents are speaking with one voice they are not contradicting um, each other so moving on another step that we can take is to have um, to partner with other parents so how does this work most of the social media issues that we have today with our children with, with the generation Z is um from influence peer influence peer pressure they've seen what their mates what their classmates are doing on social media their classmates they come to school every day and their classmates and just them about all the things that they can that they do on social media the things that their parents allow them to that you are probably not allowing them to or you're not capable of giving them so they're influenced to want to be like that person now Then parents now begin to see other parents as competitors, of which you're not competing with anybody. Instead, see these other parents as people with like mind, people see them as collaborators instead of competitors. The next parents next door, the next flats and the next compound on the next street, the parent of the child sitting next to your child is your collaborator that's the person that you want to work with that's the parents that you want to work with that's the parents that you want to discuss with so that you you both can talk to your children so if any child will be influencing the other it will be a positive influence because both children are hearing are getting positive values from their parents this reminds me of a movie, that uh, a Nollywood movie that I watched, where two um, mothers were competing, or they saw themselves as rivals because of their children. Their children happened to attend the same school, and the, their children happened to be the um, top best students in the school, and they were supposed to be selected. Only one student was supposed to be selected for an international, program i think scholarship and uh, and it was based on an examination and they began they became you know unhealthy rivalries that they they began to you know which are themselves and it began to negatively influence it began to negatively influence their children to the point that uh, they were no longer focusing on their academics and um, it became really difficult for them to even prepare for the exam and they were at the verge of both both of them were at the verge of losing the scholarship until the, the, the um, until both mothers realized this and began to work together to help their children no progress was really made but the moment they began to work together to help their children, until that time that they began to work together to help their children, at the end of the day, they found themselves even suggesting um, and speaking to the organizers, if both children can get the scholarship. So you see, uh, things are done better. You know, there's, um, there's a higher effectiveness there's an increase in efficiency and impact when you collaborate so don't see the parent of the child that you think is negatively influencing your your own child as a rival or as a no-fit or misfit you should want to collaborate with that parent you should want to have a discussion with that parent uh, in order just to help you um, work on your child just to help you create a better environment for your child so these are the things that I have I have thought of just to go over it again at the beginning of the show I said that in order to raise media wise kids we need to first of all do a reality check and then we need to talk to ourselves as educators and as parents and I said that there are some steps that I in my opinion I think we should take if any of this opinion um, does not work for you or you don't um, does not make sense to you that's totally fine and I'd love to hear from you if you have any contrary opinion or additional um, suggestions So going over all that we have, all that I have um, suggested, I said, first of all, be the example, be the example of what it means to have a social media presence. There are so many appalling examples of parents um, on social media today. And um, when they now begin to see their children doing even worse, they now cry out for help. So I'm wondering... I i i thought our prayer is that our children will be better than us so they will do greater exploits so this is what you are doing expect your child to do even even um, uh, worse so be the example because they are watching you especially when you think they are not then i said that have that conversation have that social media conversation with them don't let them get this conversation from outsiders from strangers because you'll be so pained and ashamed when you start seeing your children taking actions based on what these strangers have have exposed them to or what their their peers have exposed them to. And I, I remember I said that it's more like two blind people leading themselves to a place that they've never been to. I also said that having a conversation with you, which, having this social media conversation, or generally media conversation with your child consistently helps you to be part of the discovery process because whether you like it or not children will discover this media they will discover social media they will discover this, um tech devices whether you expose them to them whether you expose it to them or not so why not come down to their level start from where they are and be part of their discoveries. Let them be able to come home to tell you, see what I found out online today, see what I found out that I can do on social media today so that you'll be there to cope their excesses and moderate whatever they are doing. And you would also be able to show them how they can use social media to change the world, make the world a better place and take positive actions. Then I also said that you can get... The services of a parent coach, and sometimes educators have uh, they have special certifications or qualifications for this role. So there are some educators that are specialized in parenting. So they have they have qualifications. They have professional qualifications to be a parent coach. Get their services, and if you're finding it difficult to trust anyone around then follow them on social media if at all you don't want to have anything to do on social media be on social media because you are a parent and because parenting is is it's too difficult to do alone it's too difficult to do on your own it's too difficult and risky to be a parent from your own angle alone from your own perspective alone it's too difficult it's too risky to be a parent um from your own perspective alone it's too difficult and it's too risky to be a parent that is so rigid you need diverse opinions then you you compare them and then you you streamline it to what works and then i went for that to also suggest that parents can take parenting courses online there are so many that are free just do a google search for them if teachers need to keep updating themselves and taking uh, professional development courses online parents should also do the same there's there are so many courses online that takes about one hour two hours three hours and some even come with certifications so why not try Try to take one, any of your free time instead of spending it on Instagram or Facebook. Just um, showing off and um, making idle comments on different people's um, posts. Now, I also went further to say that parents should begin to see educators as partners in parenting. Partners in progress. P.I.P. I think I like that acronym. Okay, so, then begin to see educators as partners in parenting, partners in progress, so that they are not um, giving contradicting values or contradicting lessons to the learner or the child, so that they can speak to the child on, or have these media conversations with the child with one voice. So the child is not confused and so that learning can be more um can be permanent then um, finally i said that parents should begin to see other parents as collaborators and not rivals or competitors see them as collaborators see them look at the, the parent of the next child uh, or a child that your 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 son or your daughter is always talking about at home look at think about them and and plan out ways of ask the question how can i work together with these parents to make the the to educate my uh, children better to help our children be safer online all right i was listening to um, a message on mother's day and the the preacher talked about how uh one of our sons came home and told her about how his classmate was giving was giving her own son the breakdown of how these classmate's parents make love to one another that he sees them often. You can imagine this is something that this classmate might never tell his own parents. his parents might never know but he has told your son and your son has told you so instead of just um, talking to your son no don't do this don't do that is that's not a good thing don't have that conversation don't talk to that boy again no instead it means that this these parents are actually in denial they are in the dark they are ignorant of this they need that they need to have you need to have that conversation with them so you can see them as collaborators how can we work together because now you have never done it you you are very careful with your own son but at the end of the day he has already given he has already gotten a full breakdown of how it goes down in the other room from someone else despite how careful you are so the, the more reason why you need to work with um, other parents and see them as collaborators. Uh, and I think that's about that concerning raising media wise kids. Today on this show, we looked at it from the angle of parenting and well, we looked at it from the angle of being a parent and being an educator. Next time we'll be talking about this um, um well next time we'll be talking about raising media wise kids on the show on the drive home we'll be looking at other aspects of um being media wise so thank you so much for listening this far i hope that you have been able to learn something new and um, you'd love to share whatever new knowledge you've gotten with other parents and other educators have a beautiful and a wonderful weekend ahead bye for now
2: this episode of teachers talk radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack group the uk's leading provider of sen education and care They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.withaslacgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking
3: curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development
5: If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common, a passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are Witherslack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers, and be part of our future.